Welcome to the Watching World Podcast, a podcast of abundant life whose mission is to see lives changed by Jesus and whose vision is to be living proof of a loving God to a watching world. Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Watching World Podcast. I'm your host, Les Norman. Thanks for joining us today, as always. And about 10 times a year, I'll sit down with my bride, and and we do this regularly, but I'll sit down with my bride and, and we'll go over our finances. It's important. I've got uh, one that is a junior in college. I've got one graduating high school that is uh, in, he's already been taking college classes and he's almost done with his associates already. And, and there's, there's all kinds of things going on. And, and, and somehow, it was almost like yesterday I was 28 years old and somehow I woke up and now I'm in my mid fifties. I don't know how that happened, but I'm actually approaching retirement age. I can't believe I'm saying that. Now, I've heard many people talk about, well, do you ever really retire? Well, uh, financially, yes. And then maybe serving others and serving in the church and otherwise, no. And so I'm going to keep working or doing something and definitely serving and being in ministry until the Lord brings me home. And so there's a yes on the retirement and no on the retirement. But either way, it's really important for me and my bride and my family to discuss finances. And I want to do it and I want to manage my money from a good biblical stewardship model. And I was talking to our guest today and he brings up a great point. He had mentioned that the Bible talks about two really important topics the most, hell and money. And and you think, wow, that those are like opposite ends of the spectrum. That, that's really weird. Well, obviously, God thinks that those are important for us to know. They're extremely important for us to know. And oftentimes, there are many, many people out there, Christians, non-Christians alike, and, and maybe you as a listener out there are wondering, you know what, I, I could maybe use a little help, or maybe I don't understand, or or maybe I've gotten away from the biblical practice of of tithing and saving and budgeting and invest, investing, and maybe you're coming along retirement or estate planning, or how do I budget, just all those different things. And so... That is not my profession. It's not my chosen profession. My wife is so much smarter at this stuff than I am, but I thought it would be a great idea for us to bring in somebody that knows about this. In fact, he teaches a class on this, and we're going to talk about the different aspects of the class that he teaches, but I want somebody that I know. He attends Abundant Life. I want somebody that I know that's in the profession, that understands a biblical stewardship model of your finances. And so, without further ado, um, it is my honor to bring in. He's a financial advisor and managing director of Black Davis and Associates in Leewood. His name is Mitch Black. And uh, Mitch, man, first of all, you're a busy guy. I'm a busy guy. I am so honored and, and quite thankful that we finally synced our schedule up, that we're able to get together on the podcast. Thank you so much, Les, for your time. I, I think this such is a, such an important um, aspect of of, uh, of education of, and within the biblical realm of stewardship. And, I, and I'm honored and very much appreciate the, the time that you've allowed for me to be able to help in any capacity. Absolutely. Uh, and I appreciate your time as well, Mitch. Before we even begin, I definitely want to talk about the, the class that you teach, the different aspects of it, and, and helping other people. Why is it oftentimes, I feel like I've, I've talked to many people about it, and it seems like the, the financial biblical model is either people think it's it's hard to follow or it's scary or people just don't have the finances they say to be able to do it or something like that. What, are there misconceptions 
out there about, well, I, I just can't do this. I can't follow a biblical stewardship model of managing, of saving, of tithing, of all those different things. Now, is that something that you come across? Absolutely. You know, um, you know, the Bible talks more about money and, and hell than any other topic. And right. the in, in, intention of having a conversation about biblical stewardship and about big, biblical, um, uh, you know, cash flow and understanding how to manage the money that we have that God's given us is a, is a critical issue. And people um, struggle with it just like we struggle with anything else. And, um, and our goal is to provide clarity and education on how to, you know, manage and navigate through that better um, so that they can find um, maybe one or two different ways of being able to uh, find a, uh, you know, a, a more effective approach for them to, to lead their life in a, in a biblical manner. Right. It, yeah, it, it, it's so important. And I, I've heard this phrase before. Um, there's a, a, fan, a friend of mine is the president and CEO of a local bank. And one of their models is they understand you work hard for your money, but is your money working hard for you? And do you feel like before we even dive into the, the, the different eight-week classes, there's two more questions I want to ask you before we do. But the first one is, do you find that, that people don't realize that your money can work for you? You, you can have the ability. I'm not talking, you know, there are people out there that, that you know, they work really, really hard and, and don't make a ton of, of money, don't make a ton of income, and it's a little more difficult. But do you find that there, there are people out there that just don't, don't even realize your money can work for you? You don't have to. Some people don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. I know some people do. But in a, in a biblical stewardship model, your money can work for you so you're able to tithe, you're able to save for retirement, you're able to be generous with what God has given you. Absolutely. I think the, you know, the, the principle of uh, the first fruits model within Christian principles of tithing first is the same principles we try to try to teach in regards to in the savings model. And that is, is that after we're tithing in regards to um, the money that we give that we save first. We see that as an example in how people put money in their 401k. They put it in there and they don't miss it and they live off the rest. And and what we see time and time again is about 80% of the time when people just try to save the, the trips or what's left over is, is that you know 80% of the time it just doesn't work work um, and it becomes frustrating for them. And so we try to make sure that we're, um, if we're not just giving them a, a budgeting model, that we're giving a, you know, paying themselves first model with the intention, just like you said, is, is that as they develop more funds and they have more money available, that the money is working for them and that they're, uh, they understand that, you know, that principle. And, and so we help them to, you know, navigate through those tough questions and, and find solutions um, that are more applicable to their specific situation. So before we, before we dive in, to to the the eight week class that that you teach, what what is your background in in finances? Were there some hard lessons you've learned? Did did you have uh, parents or people in your life that taught you early on? How were you able to get to a point now where you're able to teach? This? I thanks less so much. You know, I I grew up in a in a Baptist home my entire life. Um, I parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, but they were also all either mathematics or finance majors, so multiple generations and so forth. So the way that I grew up is you learn to save you from the time you're six, eight years old and and so forth. So from a very young age, mm. um, a very unique component is that in my family and so forth that we learn the principles of, of stewardship and investing and, and how to manage money and do it with a biblical attention. And um, I feel very much blessed and uh, with grace and mercy uh, that uh, God's given 
ability to be able to, you know, use some of the knowledge that I've had. Amen. And then uh, off went to college, finished up my degree in finance, and then uh, been in working uh, for the investment firm I'm currently at for 20 years, and, but I've been in the business and um, in different capacities since 1993. But um, providing, you know, education, advice, and opportunities for people to understand a better way to be able to help them um, to uh, to achieve their goals um, in some kind of financial capacity or otherwise. So we live in a world right now where we're in a recession, the housing market's a lot well, like worse, different than it was before. Um, there are a lot of people out there that that are scared. I mean, I've I've seen articles of people are buying up gold, they're buying up silver, they're 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 doing so many different things, but but it's a scary world out there. And so it's almost as if a vibe that I have seen, because I, I study this, my, my bride and I study it is that that people tend to want to get a tighter grip on what they have because they're and, and, and those actions are born out of fear. So is this a time where people should fear? Is this a time where um, it's it's that that's what the media creates? Um, I guess I'll just stop there and, and leave that part of the question. Is it should people be afraid of this or is it still okay? To, to follow into the biblical stewardship model? And that's a great question. I think um, what we try to do is encourage from biblical verses and from a biblical stewardship standalone, just understanding scripture itself is, is that our reliance is always on God. We have to do a good job with the, with what he provides us, but ultimately, you know, God is the provider. And that we, you know, we are, you know, our fear and to us in regards to it should be more is just, you know, uh, from the aspect that, hey, look, we, we need to, um, you know, follow what God allows us to um, to, to follow for him to, to be a blessing and, and a grace and mercy from his aspect. And and I think when we when we realize that it's not ours and it's the money is doesn't belong to us um, and we realize that, you know, we're just a steward of that money, it allows us to have a much more broader scope of what we're supposed to do with it and how we manage it. And I think that gives us more freedom than fear and the mm-hmm. aspect of the solutions of uh, biblical stewardship because it provides that That's that great. information that God teaches us that, hey, look, you know, um, if I take care of the, you know, the beasts of the fields and the birds are there, how much more do I love you? And I think, um, I, I think we sometimes, we get caught up in what I call the um, busy, you know, Americana lifestyle of things, and we forget um, some of the most basic principles that God's trying to teach us. Right. And try to really go back to basics and then build those foundations from there. That's good. That's good. I'm so glad you said that. It's, yeah, it's, God is still God through it all, regardless of what the government does or the Fed does or, or the market or anything like that. God is still God, um, and uh, he still has everything under control. And it's not ours anyway. It, it, God has given us all that all that we have and all that we we own. And when you think about that, we really don't own anything. I mean, legally, yes, you might own a home or a business or your vehicle or something like that. But but in reality, God owns it all, and He's the one that's provided it for us. So we need to be thankful. And it's a place like you had said. I love the way you said that, Mitch. It's not it's not a place of fear. It can be a place of freedom as long as we have God's truth and perspective right in front of us and, and hidden deep in our heart. So uh, Mitch Black is our guest, a financial advisor, managing director at Black Davis and Associates in Leewood. Um, you'll see him here uh, walking the halls of abundant life, just like myself and my family. And um, it, it's it's great to finally get to talk to you a little more in depth and find out about what you do. And one of the things you do is uh, you you teach uh, an eight week class. 
And th- there's so many different things. Like I'll just, uh, from from one, the comprehensive biblical stewardship financial planning. That's week one. Um, and you go through each week, and, and we were talking before we came on the air about how you, it's kind of a funneling approach and that people don't necessarily have to attend all classes. If it's me, I'm attending all classes um, when you're when you're offering this. But regardless, tell tell me about the eight week class, how it's structured, and uh, what you what you provide, the education that you provide in those weeks. Thank you so much, Les. I the way that we've done it over many years is um, we realize that families have very busy schedules, children. Uh, life, yes. work, um, you know, serving, all kinds of things. So what we've kind of built as the process is we, uh, in the, like you said, the funneling effect is, is that we start in week one teaching comprehensive biblical stewardship. We really enforce the biblical measures of why we're doing what we're doing and why God wants us to do a better job with it, how we can rely on him in that aspect, and then pr- teach principles of what we can do to do a better job of tithing, saving, and then just total stewardship of the money that we have. And we do that from a comprehensive biblical stewardship and a financial planning model. That's week one. We move into week two, and then we really talk about cash, debt management, budgeting, um, paying yourself first, all those types of principles so that we can get the basics out of the way in regards to understanding, you know, how do I do a better job of where I'm at and how to get there more effectively. And then week three, it goes into more investment planning, investment management, economics, those types of things where we try to provide education so that if someone wants to do it themselves, they can really understand where they're at and where they should be uh, able to, to go with it. Or if they need to, um, um, you know, need a professional for and so forth, then we can help them to relate that to that. As week four goes into retirement planning, is like, you know, what is it going to take for me to be able to retire? Um, what, you know, how much do I need to save? What does that look like? How long will my money last in retirement? What, you know, what type of um, information can, you know, can I provide to them? And that's what we do in week four. Week five goes into um, in-depth protection planning, life insurance, disability, long-term care. Is it appropriate for what I have? Do I have what I need? Um, have I have I looked at how to address um, you know pitfalls that may happen in my life, you know, depending on this, the size of my family or the situation that I'm in? And so we try to really go through that. Week six goes into estate planning. We talk wills, durable power of attorneys. Uh, talk about trust, um, you know, um, medical directives, those types of things, so people can understand and be informed education-wise where they're at and, uh, you know, what they need to be able to, to um, make sure that they've uh, built their, their legacy planning or their, uh, you know, estate planning type of position. And week seven, we talk about education planning, everything from what it takes, you know, in the early ages of life to um, uh, to college, 529s, we talk about, you know, Coverdale's, we talk about just savings for that, what it takes, um, and then, you know, and understanding FAFSAs, you know, the filling out the uh, those types of forms, and we go through all those particular pieces. And week eight um, is really more um, for a more minor number of people, but some people really have an interest in what we call, you know, business acquisition or business ownership, and a lot of times we'll teach on absentee business ownership, you know, how to buy a company, and, mm-hmm. you know, what that looks like, you know, through an SBA loan and um, and those type of positions as I've done it personally myself um, and uh, bought multiple companies and so forth to teach how you do that and what that looks like. So that last course um, was something that we added um, years ago because people had an interest in that. But the intention is, is that people could go to one class or another class or they can pick or choose or they can come to all of them. But the intention is, is that we're providing that education and that and uh, from a 
from a from a perspective of uh, biblical principles, and then also just being more educated on what they can do and uh, to better suit their position, so they can take care of the the money God's given them, and to be able to be a blessing to others as well. I, I love it, and, and and what I'm hearing there is is I'm hearing all the different aspects of of what you teach, and 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 you're right. Most people might be five of those weeks or six or seven of those weeks and someone's going to be all eight of those weeks and it's different for everybody because everybody's so busy but what you'd mentioned before and what i'm seeing as you read that list off is is that the more we know and the more we can get that biblical stewardship model in practice in our minds in our hearts there's so much more freedom that can come i mean debt and, and the fear of money. I mean, the, the root of all evil is the love of money, not money, but the love of money. But yet so many of us out there in the world can either mismanagement or don't mismanage it, don't understand it, are fearful of it, or just need a little bit of help. And I'm, I'm just seeing freedom come from all of this. And that's a great place to be. And, and that's the life that God intended. I mean, all of us to live, we need to work we need to have money to, to buy food and shelter and all those things. So if we all need that and God provides that, then then why don't we live in that freedom that God can provide for us? And so it's important to understand that. So uh, a question for you, Mitch, and Mitch Black is our guest, uh, financial advisor, managing director of Black Davis and Associates in Leewood, uh, tens abundant life here. Um what if there's people out there that are listening and, you know, I really want to know, that's what they're saying. I, I want to know, I, I want to find out more. Um, I, I want to dive in and I want to know scripture, man, this sounds really interesting. I want to get a hold of Mitch or the people he works with, whatever it may be, but maybe there's people out there that, well, I, but, but my money is very limited. I don't make a lot of money. And even though you can still live in freedom, even if you don't make a lot of money, they need professional help or want professional help, but can't afford that. What can they do? Well, that's a great question, Lance. Our, our intention is for this class is to provide two directions, and that is one is is, is that for those that are struggling, um, you know, we need to come alongside and shoulder um, uh, to be able to help people to understand how to um, be more effective because we all have areas in our life that we have strengths at mm-hmm. and areas that we have weaknesses. Amen. Um, and unfortunately, you know, we seem to always, um, you know, uh, t- gravitate towards uh, things that, you know, are, are problems, but we need to really sh- shoulder the, the gifts that God's given us. And what we try to do is provide um, that financial uh, help in regards to for those families that are really in need in that application. And if, if they want that, um, we'll help them for free to be able to provide assistance and guidance and direction. If they if they decide that um, they want more education, then we're, you know, because they want to understand how to do a better job, you know, and independently do it themselves, we provide all that as well. And, and we work with um, not just our team, but anyone else that wants to be a part of that, because of course it takes a village within a church to be able to do so. And then the last thing and so forth is if they go, hey, look, I just really need um, sure. more complex help from an individual perspective, from a professional advice, then we'll we'll guide them and direct them to to help them with someone that would be able to do that on a professional basis if they need be. So our intention is is to really find where they're at and to be able to help them to be able to get to that to that point that they can you know take those next steps um, and to be a better steward of what God's given us because the reality is this is that we you know we we need to be a steward of our time our talent and our treasure Amen. and I think, um, as we go through this process we try to identify those things to to be better at that you know the the apostle Paul I believe is talked about how he he had a lot he had a little 
he knew what it was like to to not need anything, and he knew what it was like to be in need, and he knew what it was like to just be you know completely fine. And uh, of course, that's not quoting scripture; that's the less Norman version. But you know, I I've been there as well, where you know you growing up having nothing, like literally nothing, like where's the next food source coming from, and then having career where you know making a certain amount of money above the normal and then you know just hey got everything i need everything i want everything is good and so that's all coming from god that's all a blessing but the point i'm trying to make is that people don't have to our listeners you you don't have to let pride or embarrassment or fear or frustration or anything keep you from living in that freedom no matter where you are in life, no matter what your station is, no matter what you drive, where you live or don't live, um, any mistakes you've made in the past, uh, no matter what, you can start today. You don't have to be fearful. God's design for us is to steward the money he's given us, our time, treasure, and talent, not just the money, but time, treasure, and talent, is to steward it in a way that honors him and is obedient to him, but there's freedom in it. There's joy in that. I mean, imagine if you're listening right now, and, and you're, you have some financial issues or problems, and maybe it's just because you're not educated or don't understand it. And imagine then, in the next thought, what would it be like to live in freedom from that and to live in that obedience and blessing of the Lord because you are following that biblical stewardship model? There's people like Mitch Black that help people do that, and so you don't have to be afraid. Mitch, if someone wants to—they're listening right now and said, okay, I've had enough. I, I want to get on top of this. I want to obey the Lord. I, I want to do what's right. Where can they get in touch with you? That's great. I would um, say in regards to this is that they can contact the, the church and, and we can set them up for a class if, uh, if available, um, or um, you know you can provide any information from a personal aspect of that, that I'd be happy to, to get in touch with them personally. So sure. uh, whatever whatever is the easiest way for them. Um, you know the, the intention for for me and my team and myself obviously is so forth is to be a be a servant and be available. Um, you know on a uh, you know on a class basis or an individual basis if they need help. Yes. Absolutely. Well, Mitch, thank you so much, first of all, for being here. And I know you're busy, I'm busy, but we connected and I'm so glad that we did. And and thank you for doing what you do as well, because, you know, you were raised in, and you understand finances and, and you've been successful at this for a long time, but you're also humble to the point you know that this is God's gift to you and, and you've been obedient and, and, and you're following what the Lord has called you to do. And you're not just sitting back and resting in, yes, this is my lot and I've done well in life and, and therefore, you know, this is, just, uh, this is just my stuff. You recognize that it's from the Lord and you're willing to help other people live in that freedom and, and, and following what you're called to do. And, and that's important. And so thank you so much for uh, just being a faithful servant and a steward of what God has given you and to help other people do the same because that is so, so important. Again, like we said at the beginning, the two main things the Bible talks about, the, the, the biggest topics are hell and money, finances. And so obviously God considers that to be a major topic. And so it's something for us to follow. And he knows how we could mismanagement and he mismanage it. And he knows where we could go with it. And so thank you, Mitch, for all that you do, man. Thanks for being here. And thank you for helping uh, educate other people and how to be a biblical steward of what God's given them. Thank you so much, Lance. I'm greatly honored to be of a service or help in any capacity. Thank you. 
Absolutely. And so I'm going to give Mitch the proper goodbye. Mitch, I'm going to have you hang on there. For more information about anything, even Abundant Life, where uh, serve, ministries, different things uh, that, that you could you could plug into. Maybe God's calling you to serve in a, a paradigm uh, young adult ministry or a fusion student ministry, or um, maybe you need a divorce care or the counseling center or anything along those lines that you want to know. You can visit us online at livingproof.co. For my guest, Mitch Black, I'm Les Norman. Thanks for joining us today on the Watching World Podcast. <laughs>